Chapter Thirty of the Scalp Hunters. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Dion Gines, Salt Lake City, Utah. The Scalp Hunters by Thomas Maine Reed. Chapter Thirty: Blinding the Pursuer. By this time the men had finished eating and now began to gather around Seguin for the purpose of deliberating on what course we should pursue one had already been sent up to the rocks to act as a vedette and warn us in case any of the indians should be descried upon the prairie we all felt that we were still in a dilemma the navajo was our captive and his men would come to seek for him he was too important a personage second chief of the nation to be abandoned without a search and his own followers nearly half of the tribe would certainly be back to the spring not finding him there should they not discover our tracks they would return upon the war trail to their country this we all saw would render our expedition impracticable as dacoma's band alone outnumbered us and should we meet them in their mountain fastnesses we should have no chance of escape for some time seguin remained silent with his eyes fixed on the ground he was evidently tracing out in his mind some plan of action none of the hunters chose to interrupt him comrades said he at length this is an unfortunate coup but it could not be avoided it is well it is no worse as it is we must alter our plans they will be sure to return on his track and follow their own trail back to the navajo towns what then our band cannot either come on to the pinion or cross the war trail at any point they would discover our tracks to a certainty why can't we go straight up to where the rest cached and then take round by the old mine that won't interfere with the war trail nohow this was proposed by one of the hunters vaya rejoined a mexican we should meet the navajos just when we had got to their town Caray, that would never do amigo there wouldn't many of us get back again santissima no we ain't obliged to meet them argued the first speaker they're not a-goin to stop at their town when they find the nigger ain't been back it is true said seguin they will not remain there they will doubtless return on the war trail again but i know the country by the mine so do i so do i cried several voices there is no games continued seguin we have no provisions it is therefore impossible for us to go that way we couldn't go it nohow we should starve before we had got through the mimbres there's no water that way no by gosh not enough to make a drink for a sand rat we must take our chances then said seguin here he paused thoughtfully and with a gloomy expression of countenance we must cross the trail he continued and go by the prieto or abandon the expedition the word prieto in opposition to the phrase abandon the expedition put the hunters to their wits end for invention and plan after plan was proposed all however ending in the probability in fact certainty that if adopted our trail would be discovered by the enemy and followed up before we could escape back to the del norte they were therefore one after another rejected during all this discussion old rube had not said a word the earless trapper was sitting upon a prairie squat on his hams 
tracing out some lines with his bow and apparently laying out the plan of a fortification what are ye doin old hoss inquired one of his comrades my hearin ain't as good as twere before i kim to this cussed country but i thought i heerd some of ese say just now we couldn't cross the pash trail without bein followed in two days that's a dead rotted lie it are how are you going to prove it hoss shoot man your tongue wags like a beaver's tail in flood time can you suggest any way in which it can be done rube i confess i see none as seguin made this appeal all eyes were turned upon the trapper why cap i can suggest my own notion of the thing it may be right and it mayn't be right but if it were follered out there'd be neither pash nor navo that'll smell where we go for a week if they dis e may cut my ears off this was a favorite joke with rube and the hunters only laughed seguin himself could not restrain a smile as he requested the speaker to proceed fust and foremost then said rube they're not a gwine to come outer that nigger in less than two days how can you tell that this way e see he's only second chief and they can go on well enough thout him but that ain't it the injun forgot his bow white at that now we all knows as well as this child that that's a big disgrace in the eyes of injuns you're right about that hoss remarked one well so the old coon thinks now ye see it's as plain as pike's peak that he kim away back without tellin any o the rest a syllabub about it he'd not let em know if he'd could help it that is not improbable said seguin proceed rube more in that continued the trapper i'll stake high that he ordered them not to follow him afeard that some of em might see what he kim for if he'd a thought they knew or suspected he'd a sent some other and not come himself that's what he'd a done this was all probable enough and with the knowledge which the scalp hunters possessed of the navajo character they one and all believed it to be so i'm sartain they'll come back continued rube that er his half of the tribe anyways but it'll be three days clur and well up till another afore they drinks pinion water but they would strike our trail the day after if we were green fools enough to let em they would how can we prevent that asked seguin easy has fallen off a log how how inquired several at once by puttin them on another scent do ye see yes but in what way can we effect that inquired seguin why cap your tumble has surely dumbfoundered thee i would think less of these other dummies not seein at a glimp how we can do it i confess rube replied seguin with a smile i do not perceive how we can mislead them well then continued the trapper with a chuckle of satisfaction at his own superior prairie craft this child's a gwine to tell ye how he can put em on a different track hurrah for you old hoss e see a quiver on that injun's back ay ay cried several voices it's full of arrows or pretty near it i reckon it is well wall then let's some of us ride the injun's mustang any other critter that's got the same track'll do 
away down the pash trail and stick them things pointin southart and if the nava don't travel that way till they comes up with the pashes ye may have this child's hair for a plug of the worst kentucky tobacker viva he's right he's right hooray for old rube and various exclamations were uttered by the hunters tain't necessary for them to know why he should a took that track they'll know his arrows that's enough by the time they gets back with their fingers in their meat traps we'll have start enough to carry us to havensack ay that we will by gollies the band continued rube needn't come to the pinion spring no howsomever they can cross the war trail higher up to rest the healy and meet us on to other side of the mountain where there's a grist a game both cattle and buffler a plenty o both on the old mission lands i'll be down he'd have to go through anyways there's no hopes o' meetin the buffler this side after the slurry them injuns has gin them that is true enough said seguin we must go round the mountain before we can expect to fall in with the buffalo the indian hunt has chased them clean off from the lanos come then let us set about our work at once we have yet two hours before sunset what would you do first rube you have given the plan i will trust to you for the details why in my opinion cap the first thing be did are to send a man as straight as he can gallop to where the band's cached let him fotch them across the trail where should they cross do you think about twenty miles north o here there's a dry ridge and a good grist of loose donics if they cross as they otter they needn't make much sign i could take a train of bent's wagons over that'd puzzle deaf smith to foller em i could i will send a man off instantly here sanchez you have a good horse and know the ground it is not over twenty miles to where they are cached bring them along the ridge and with caution as you have heard you will find us around the north point of the mountain you can travel all night and be up with us early in the morning away the torero without making any answer drew his horse from the picket leaped into the saddle and rode off at a gallop towards the northwest it is fortunate said seguin looking after him for some moments that they have trampled the ground about here else the tracks made in our last encounter would have certainly have told tales upon us there's no danger about that rejoined rube but when we rides from here cap'n we must follow their trail they'd soon sight our back tracks we had best keep up yonder among the loose donics rube pointed to the shingle that stretched north and south along the foot of the mountain yes that shall be our course we can leave this without leaving any tracks what next the next idea to get rid a yon piece of machinery said the trapper as he spoke nodded in the direction of the skeleton true i had forgotten it what shall we do with it bury it advised one wah no burn it cried another ay that's best said a third the latter suggestion was adopted the skeleton was brought down the stains of the blood were carefully rubbed from the rocks the skull was shivered with a tomahawk and the joints were broken in pieces the whole mass was then flung upon the fire and pounded down among numerous bones of the buffalo already simmering in the cinders 
an anatomist only could have detected the presence of a human skeleton now rube the arrows if you'll leave that to me and bill garry i think them two niggers can fix em so as to bamfoozle any injuns there is in these parts we'll have to go three mile or thereabout but we'll get back by the time ye have filled your gourds and got your traps ready for skeetin very well take the arrows four is gobs for us said rube taking that number from the quiver keep the rest ill want more wolf meat afore we start there's not a tail of anything else till we get clear round the mountain yonder billy throw your ugly props over that nava mustang putty horse too but i wouldn't give my old mar for a whole caviard a him gee's a sprig o the black feather here the old trapper drew one of the ostrich feathers out of the helmet of the navajo chief and continued boys take care o the old mar till i come back and don't let her stampede do ye hear i wants a blanket don't all speak at once it here rube here cried several holding out their blankets ere one ill do we needs three bills and mine and another un hurry billy take these afore ye now ride down the pash trail three hundred yards or thereabouts and then pull up don't take the beaten pad but keep alongside and make big tracks gallop the young hunter laid his quirt to the flanks of the mustang and started at full gallop along the apache trail when he had ridden a distance of three hundred yards or so he halted to wait for further directions from his comrade old rube at the same time took an arrow and fastening a piece of ostrich feather to the barb adjusted it on one of the upright poles which the indians had left standing on the campground it was placed in such a manner that the head pointed southward in the direction of the apache trail and was so conspicuous with the black feather that no one coming in from the lanos would fail to see it this done he followed his companion on foot keeping wide out from the trail and making his tracks with great caution on coming up with garry he stuck a second arrow in the ground its point also inclined to the south and so that it could be seen from the former one garry then galloped forward keeping on the trail while rube struck out again to the open prairie and advanced in a line parallel to it having ridden a distance of two or three miles garry slackened his pace and put the mustang to a slow walk a little further on he again halted and held his horse at rest in the beaten path rube now came up and spread the three blankets lengthwise along the ground and leading westward from the trail garry dismounted and led the animal gently on the blankets as its feet rested on two at a time each as it became the rearmost was taken up and spread again in front and this was repeated till they had got the mustang some fifty lengths of himself out into the prairie the movement was executed with an adroitness equal to that which characterized the feat of sir walter raleigh garry now took up the blankets and remounting commenced riding slowly back by the foot of the mountain while rube returned to the trail and placed a third arrow at the point where the mustang had parted from it he then proceeded south as before one more was yet needed to make doubly sure when he had gone about half a mile we saw him stoop over the trail rise up again cross toward the mountain foot and follow the path taken by his companion 
the work was done the finger-posts were set the ruse was complete el sol meanwhile had been busy several wolves were killed and skinned and the meat was packed in their skins the gourds were filled our captive was tied on a mule and we stood waiting the return of the trappers seguin had resolved to leave two men at the spring as vedettes they were to keep their horses by the rocks and supply them with the mule bucket so as to make no fresh tracks at the water one was to remain constantly on an eminence and watch the prairie with the glass they could thus descry the returning navajos in time to escape unobserved themselves along the foot of the mountain they were then to halt at a place ten miles to the north where they could still have a view of the plain there they were to remain until they had ascertained what direction the indians should take after leaving the spring when they were to hurry forward and join the band with their tidings all these arrangements having been completed as rube and garry came up we mounted our horses and rode by a circuitous route for the mountain foot when close in we found the path strewed with loose cut rock upon which the hoofs of our animals left no track over this we rode forward heading to the north and keeping in a line nearly parallel to the war trail End of chapter 30